0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. I just heard the promo there for Paddy's uh, Late Late uh, Christmas special on Friday. There is a Christmas special here on Liveline. It's all next week. Every single day we will have a special uh, programme, including Little Liveline. We're still looking for the contributions um, from our uh, younger listeners, so to speak. The WhatsApp number is 087-1843-709. Just give us a minute of what you want. Do you want to review a book, a movie, uh, uh, talk about your friend, your best friend, your granny, your granda, a, sp- a funny incident, a funny story that happened to you, uh, or sing a song, or recite a poem, maybe a poem that you even have written yourself. Do so, joe at rt.ie or 087-1843709. Then we have our self-published books. We're also going to do a programme given the success of last Friday's programme on fascinating hobbies. We are going to continue that uh, in the week coming up to Christmas. And uh, also then we will have our vote uh, on Friday for our top 10 highs and lows of uh, 2022. We've been doing this for about 12 years now. It's a light-hearted this discussion can be serious, but the options for your votes are generally light-hearted. In other words, you cannot uh, talk about death, for example, because how do you compare uh, the awfulness to the awfulness? But it is a light-hearted programme, and we were looking for your vote on the day. And then on Sunday, 24th of December, as uh, started by Gabriel Mary Bourne in uh, 1974, Um, In other words, it would be 50 years next year. So it's 49 years since it started. Only missed two years. And that was because of the blink of the eye that was called uh, COVID and people still trying to come to terms with the after effects of that. So uh, at 9 to 11, the comedians, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant Al Foran, by the way, soon to have a major role in in a... British uh, television uh, drama. Um, Al Foran will be there, Declan Callas, um, and our general, uh, June Rogers, of course, the comedian. June, by the way, is the star of Mrs. Brown's Boys, the two special Christmas editions of Mrs. Brown's Boys. June is a new uh, new character, so well done there. That's BBC and RTE, both on Christmas night. But Christmas Eve morning, please join us uh, in uh, Grafton Street. It's on Marks and Spencer's Corner. It's outside the Bailey Public House, and we will try to have the, given the day that's in it, and the year that was in it as well, we will try and have the biggest uh, crowd ever singing uh, Fairy Tale of New York, um, joining in as we end the programme, given that it is set on Christmas Eve, and as I say, for the year that's in it. So if you're coming, please make sure you know the words or bring the words with you, because we want everyone participating. Okay, that's uh, beginning next week. In the meantime, we've got to deal with uh, sensitive topics here. Shane Orr has contacted us. Shane, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. How are you, Paul? Good. And how are you? It is a sensitive issue, isn't it? It is indeed, Pat. Yeah, you know, it's it's, a, it's an issue that's becoming more and more today prevalent in mm-hmm. society. You know, what happened in your case? Or what's well, happening? Well, I'd say the last ten years I've been struggling on and off with weight issue. You know, and mm-hmm. I'd like to think that when you apply to uh, the HSE to uh, speak to somebody like a specialist in in in, in mm-hmm. weight, that you you wouldn't be waiting five or six years for the uh, for the to speak to someone but that's what happens yeah. on Monday we see the letter have to wait seven months for it to come and then you're probably going to have to wait another five or six years to speak to somebody to see if you might be eligible maybe to try you send back or you might be a candidate for bariatric surgery or something like that you know 
So tell us, where, where are you now in terms of, you've been to your own doctor? Yeah, I've been to my own doctor and the HSC has all this red tape in, in motion. Like the doctor, he said to me, and I, got, I won't mention his name. Yeah. He said, look, I'd, I, he said, I'd love nothing better than to put my signature there. He said, set you on your way and see if this works for you, you know? Because mm-hmm. I went to originally with the idea of maybe trying the injections. You know, you, you hear, hear stories of people trying these injections and it was the little kind of a spark they needed to set them off, you know? Mm-hmm. And and tell us when you went when you went to your GP Shane, what what were yeah. you what what was the question you were asking him, and what was the help he was hoping that you would get? I was hoping I would be be able to speak to somebody and and maybe be given some type of of, of a solution because mm-hmm. for the last ten twelve years I've tried diets, I've tried going to gym. I'm just not mm-hmm. a, a gym person, so I went to him with the. Maybe the, the thinking that uh, he might be able to. He when I went to my time, I, I might be interested in trying to use injections. And okay. he said, right, okay. So in order to do that, there's a couple of uh, criteria you have to meet. So he has to test you to see if you might be uh, pre-diabetes. It's called. Mm-hmm. So he so I got tested, sent off for bloods. They came back. They okay. said, yeah, yeah, you're pre-diabetic. So that was that. So that was that. So then you're told. You have to wear a monitor for 24 hours. It's to monitor your, you know, your blood pressure Heart, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, so I did that. that. That was another one. Then you send for, uh, uh, then he tells you, right, so uh, now I'm going to send off a letter for uh, you to, to, to uh, in Column Kills, it's a, yeah, a, a hospital in Lockland's yeah. town. And the specialists over there that they were to, yeah. in way, you know, obesity and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so the letter went off. Saying, Six About or seven. six months ago, okay. seven months ago, and I received it in the post on Monday morning. It was there when 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 I got up, and I opened it up and I looked there and blah 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 blah. And then down the end, for the speciality uh, treatment that you're looking at, it's mm-hmm. wait list of five six years. My God, they didn't even give you a date, or they couldn't give you a date. <laughs> Not a date, no. <laughs> and did you who specified the speciality treatment that you're looking for? Well, in, in order for, in order, it's all I just want to say to you, the HSC has all this red tape. In order mm-hmm. for me to, because because I'm, go, I'm, I'm going through the HSC, I'm not going privately, because I haven't got private health care insurance, you have to meet all this criteria. So in order to meet the criteria, your normal GP that you go to can't sign off on certain things because yeah, you're not a specialist yeah. in, them, in yeah. them fields. So you have to speak to a specialist over in this clinic. This is the... This is what they have laid out. This is the protocol that they that you you have to follow. <coughs> so in order to start that protocol off, I have to wait five or six years. Yeah. And that and that specialist is the gatekeeper for you to get treatment to recommend. Uh, yeah, like the the osmotic injections might mm. suit me. I could be a candidate for bariatric for bariatric treatment. You know, like the yeah. gastric bypass or the gastric steam or something like that. I don't know, but. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not. An, I'm not a professional in that field. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. in order for me to find the best solution for me, I need to speak to this specialist. And in order to see them, I have to wait now. We don't find a suggestion. So, how is your day-to-day life affected by this, Shane? It's it's just generally it's like as you get older, you know what I mean. So, unfortunately, yeah. metab- your metabolism slows down and stuff, and you're not as fit as you used to be. You know what I mean. I love walking the dog and stuff like that, and going to the parks and stuff. As, as you get bigger, you know, so somewhere as you grow up, it's a struggle putting your socks on. Do you know what I mean? You're sweating mm-hmm. like. Unfortunately, oh, that's where I am at the minute. You know and what I mean? Can you can you walk? Can you go for a long walk? 
Yeah, I can, I can, I can work. I can work once I get going, but and and in order like to, in the mm. beginning when you start walking, unfortunately, you know, a bit stiff and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like I'm only forty, forty, forty six years of age. And you're very some mornings, some mornings you grow up, you feel like you're seventy. You also you know say, I mean? you sound like you're fed up with the whole thing, Shane. Trying to catch up on it. No, yeah, well, I am, but I'm not fed up to the extreme where, like, I'm, I'm mm. suicidal or anything like I that. I know you know that. What I, mean? I know that. But you've, when you're told, oh. when you're told you've six years before you can yeah. even get to the gatekeeper, Joe, it's very frustrating. Like, like you, you, you're told when you're younger, go, grow up, go to college, get a job, do this, you know, mm. be, be, be function in society, pay your taxes, do what you're supposed to, do all that. You know what I mean? And you think then, equivocally, uh, when you need. Uh, help from like the, the the government and stuff like that. That all you're gonna have to do is go and see a doctor and he'll give me wait a couple of weeks, maybe six months at most, and then you'll be all right. You'll you, you, you have something to look forward to try and work on. But unfortunately, in this country, this day and age, you know what I mean. All you are really realistically is you're just a way of this government uh, receiving taxes, isn't it? When you think about it. So what are, what are your options? My options now. My options now is that I haven't got deep pockets that I can go. Mm. And maybe go and look at going to Turkey or somewhere like that. Poland, like the doctor was saying, would be, would be probably one of the best places to go to because the healthcare system is very good. But as far as I'm not in a situation at the moment where I can do that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then you have like you have this other thing now that there's like a, a, a generic version or like a, a, a bootleg version of this Zembek injection being sold. They've been brought in from other countries. No, don't, don't, so don't, I, don't. I, I'd be terrified to go there. Yeah, and you're right. You're right to be terrified. You're right. Only, only Ozempic is prescribed by a, a medical doctor. Now it's extra. It's exactly. not. A, it's not on the drugs refund scheme. I'm sure, it's not. That's part yeah. of the problem. It's extraordinarily yeah. expensive. Uh, so it's And then when you, you know, I know you mentioned Turkey, but this morning I just Googled when I saw you were going to be on the programme, I just Googled headlines about gastric uh, weight loss. Irish yeah, woman died. This is all between October yeah. and now, okay? Uh, yeah. These are just the headlines, and I'm sure there's more. Irish woman dies after travelling to Turkey for bariatric weight surgery. British woman, 28, dies after travelling to Turkey for gastric band surgery. Uh, another British woman dies while undergoing gastric band surgery. Cheshire man whose fiancé died in Turkey warns of medical tourism. And then it goes on and on. Now, you can, people say, well, that's a small percentage. But those people are 100% dead. It's a risky, it's a it's risky actually, procedure. It's actually dead. Yeah. Oh, 100%, pal. It, it, it is scary, like, you know... And you'd like to think that, like, if, if you take part in society for like twenty five, thirty years, that mm. when when the day comes that you, you need help from your your, your 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 government and the HSE, that you wouldn't be having to be right, waiting five or six years. But sure, look, that's where we are at the minute in this country, and there's, there's no getting around that. You know what I mean? Mm. But uh, the other thing is, like, your breeding. Uh, but the other effects that it has, your breeding. Yeah, your... it does. It, it, yeah, it does affect me breathing. I'm not going to lie to you. Big, big time, it affects my respiratory system. But uh, what was I going to say to you? Uh, the doctor, when I was up from there last week, I, I was talking to him again about it, and he was telling me that now, listen to this, right? If you go away and have to pay for the sword, you say, in Poland, yeah? Mm-hmm. When you come back to HSC, there's a grant you can apply for, and the HSC will reimburse you. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
<laughs> because okay, okay. Um, I don't know. Has anyone been? Has any of our listeners done Poland? Maybe they, they let us know. Sandy, say there, Shane. Five one double five one Joe at RT. That is a simple email. Sandy Kovic. Sandy, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. How are you? Good. You you've you you encountered the, the same waiting list five or six years, mm-hmm. and um, what what were your options and what did you do? Um, after I was told that there was that waiting list, I went to a private consultant um, mm-hmm. in Dublin okay. and he told me to eat a lettuce leaf and a tomato and walk around the block and that would sort me out. I was just lazy. How did you react to that? It was, it was horrible. I came out and I cried. I had put every spare penny I had to go and see this, this private consultant and... I was just made feel mm-hmm. like a lazy pig. Why didn't, the, you, why didn't you cry in front of him? Tell him that was an insult. That's just not me. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's, that's, um, a, that's a deeply upsetting thing. But anyway, so, so, I, you, so you, were de- de- day, yeah. you were demoralised. So what were your options? Private was the only way to go then. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, like Shane said, you know, there's not the money to be going private, but... It took me many years to find a consultant um, that that wouldn't treat me that way, that would mm-hmm. see obesity for what it is and and not just dismiss you and call you lazy and, uh, you know, yeah. just tell you to go for a walk and put so down what, your sandwich. So and what treatment did that, that consultant that was um, recommend. He pres- prescribed Ozempic then for me. Okay, which is the injection once a week. Um, That's right. And if he prescribes a digit, do you mind me asking? Do you have to pay for it, Sandy? Yes. Yeah. Like Shane said, it's not covered under the, okay. the drugs payment scheme, so you know the the whole family has to suffer for me being able to to afford this this medication. Which and it's, at well, the moment, how, it, how much is it? It yeah, it's about one hundred and forty a month. So that's, a, that's a, a, nearly two grand a year at that stage. It's a um, huge whack of money, yeah. yeah and yeah. again, it's two grand after tax that you've got to pony up. Um, exactly. And how did you find the Ozempic? Um, I was talking to you about this before. The The initial effects are swift and and rough. Hmm. Um, it, it's not an easy thing to do. It's, it takes a lot of okay. learning to... Mm. Listen to your body to learn how to eat again. It, it's not it's not an easy road by any means, but it and definitely has, did help me with my weight. Uh, okay, okay. And I'm not I'm not going to ask anyone their weight. It's not recommended. You these. you can ask away. No, no, I don't no, know no, what no, my I don't want to, it's not it's not recommended in these conversations. But people understand the distress that mm-hmm. pe- that people are in. And how are you doing mm-hmm. now, Sandy? Um, Ozempic is now um, in short supply in Ireland. I'm not able to get it. And I know a lot Uh, of um, diabetics who are not able to even get it. So I think whatever your personal thought on it is, the the diabetics are getting first refusal on it. So those of us who are using it for weight loss, it's just not there for us to get at the minute. So are you currently off it, as they say? Yeah, yeah. And I I can see all the the progress I made just falling away. Okay, stay there, stay there, Sandy. Um, Rhonda, and I'll I'll go back to Shane. Then he's he's going to come through to us on WhatsApp. Rhonda, the Joe, letter. How are you? When did you get good? Thanks. When did you get your letter? 
I got my letter on Saturday, actually. Okay, and what did it say? It said exactly what Shane said. I, I, th- I got excited when I saw Lachlan's down on I said, okay. great, you know, this is it, you know. And then I read six weeks. So I said, it must be six weeks. I was speed okay. reading it. So. Yeah, yeah, you saw it, yeah. And then it said five, five to six years. I'm like, I'd be 61. I'm 55 now. I'd be 61. Yeah. I'm an active person. Yeah. I don't know what my condition is and in, in what my metabolism is. But I couldn't tie my shoelaces. My mm-hmm. daughter would mm-hmm. tie my shoelaces. Oh, and I was saying, my daughter said to me, Mom, when I'm not here, who's going to do your shoelaces? And I went to the doctor and I told her, and I told her the situation. And she said, Rhonda, we'll do it from here. So she sent the referral letter, so she did her job. Yeah. So down. I wasn't looking for injections, so I was looking to sit and talk to a dietitian, someone of knowledge that I've never talked to before, mm-hmm. because I can't afford a private dietitian yeah. to say to me, right, this is what you do, come monthly, not to stick needles in my stomach, pre-diabetic needles. I don't think, Joe, that's a solution either, mm-hmm. because it's in the head and in the heart. Yeah. Ways is in your head, just in your heart. No, I don't. No, I don't mean insofar as it's all in your head. I mean mentally. Yeah. You can't be just given a, t- a, a tablet or a and mm-hmm. told go off there and you'll be better. And every. You and every even even if you think of Weight Watchers or the Slimming Club, you have to pay yeah, money. I've done all of them. Oh, okay. I, and Joe, do you know what? Oh. I'm looking down work. and another club is coming up and one that I haven't done before and in January I'm what's Grandma gonna do? She's gonna try that one. Yeah. Well, they it's, work it's for some... battle. They short term definitely work. They short term yeah. work. Yeah. But definitely. I think there should be more education for us in I, 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 I don't know the solution of uh, obesity or morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. But I know one thing. I don't want to fall down because I didn't get a letter from Lachlan's said to say, come in in mm. six weeks and we'll talk. Not to say five to six years. And when I heard, I said, I can't believe. I was accepting that five to six years letter that I got to lay hair change just now. I'm saying they're sending it to everyone. It must be just a generic letter that they're sending out to people. And it's public patients as well. It's the fact that you... Mm-hmm. Are, are, Sandy, you were... I'll come back to you in a sec, round. I promise. Sandy, yeah. you are coming in there. Sandy, Hi did you there. want... Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it really isn't a case of just sticking something, uh, an injection in your stomach. It, the whole process mm-hmm. of going to a private consultant and having the consultation is to understand that this is going to change how you look at food, how you eat. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it isn't just I a case saw, of sorry. Yeah, you're okay. I saw, I saw a program called on channel for the skinny jab. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. it would turn you off that 
The only one that can put you on the injection is a, is a, a, a medical practitioner. It's, it's, so, yeah. you know, it's qualified. Stay so with us, Rhonda. Stay with us, Sandy. Stay by yeah. a practitioner. And yeah. it doesn't, it's not a solution. I don't think it's not a solution that works for everybody, just as Weight Watchers works for some people, doesn't work for others. Stay with us, Shane, Rhonda, Sandy. Back after this, Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. So, Rhonda, I'm going to ask Shane the same question again, but what are your options at the moment, Rhonda? Well, you know what, Joe? Yeah. Are you going to me? Um, I'm going to get a pair of waters. And I'm going to go back out there yet again. Okay. And I'm going to try again. Because what can I do? Yeah. What can I do? I'm not... I This program, this new one that, that I won't mention the name, for January to, to pay 250 euros for 10 weeks seems to work for a lot. If I follow Instagram and I follow yeah. one particular thing, and I follow an awful lot of bios of people doing this particular okay. one. And it, it just, he actually does mind, uh, like meditation yeah, with okay. you, a lot of talking and a lot, a lot of walking. So I just think it's not for everyone, yeah. but I, 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 I have, I don't, I don't seem to be able to get past Joe, I'll be honest with you, mm-hmm. six to seven weeks. I do okay. wait for that. And then you're flying, and then you're, 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 the pounds slow down, and you you get deflated. And it's a it's a it's a complicated. But yeah. I my my GP told me it's a genetic, dispo- yeah, you yeah, know, disposition. Yeah. It's not you're not yeah. fat lazy. I'm quite mm-hmm. active. Yeah. I run a household. I you know watch me steps on the phone. But I've thanks be to God I've no underlying conditions. Yeah. I have a good heart. I'm not diabetic. My husband actually is diabetic. So I have a lot of things I have to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. But I just thought I was going to get a solution for Lockheed's health, and I didn't know it was going to be an injection. I thought it was well, you don't, you, 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 you don't know what it's going to be, but you, you can't get into no. Lachlan Sound even for the gatekeeper yes, exercise. And Rhonda, you mentioned you mentioned your you, you mentioned your children helping you with the tying your, your laces and that. Um, what do they say to their mum? They don't. They love me as I am. I know that. I know that. And and you know I've. They know I'm battling yeah. for the last, only kind of three to five years in the last five years. Because okay. I was doing box jumps up to 50. Yeah, okay. I was in a gym up to 50 and I left. And I know I left for many different reasons. My partner that was in the gym left and then I had no gym buddy and I left. Yeah, okay. And then it just, and it literally drove. Stone on stone each year I put on. And it's not from sitting gorgeous. I know, and then I know the, the, the two years. I of, love my face. The two years you know, of COVID didn't, no. didn't help either yeah, for generally. Stay, stay there, Rhonda. Shane, Shane is on a better line now. Shane, 
I'm asking, I'm asking Rhonda and Sandy there, like, what what are your options now? You have no options, apart from you may mention Poland no, or no, Turkey. The only, the only option, yeah, the only option I have now, is try to save a few bob up and maybe look at going abroad and having maybe mm. a big sleeve or the band on, you know, because uh, like the, I don't even think at this stage that my doctor was telling me that the same could work for you, you know, because I'm, I'm like I'd, I'd be in the the, the, the early twenties, mm-hmm. you know, twenty stone, twenty one, twenty two stone. Yeah. That's what I am, you know, at the moment. And uh, look, it's just uh, I'm not I'm here looking for the. Uh, Throwing out a sob story. No, I'm you're just highlighting it, and it's Rhonda's yeah, call. hundred percent, um, and, and 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 I'm glad to, to hear these stories. I mean, her goes out to that lady there. You know what I mean? Mm. It's it's shocking, like you know what I mean. And to what she was saying, like that, it looked like it was just a generic letter that they just. It looks like they just put someone's signature on it and sent it out. You got to send it out to everybody, like. Yeah. Because they're waiting. <laughs> can I ask Shane? Yeah. Tell you, you probably can't mention the name on the letter. Because it was a female, I'm wondering, is it the same? Is it just as you said, just someone's signature yeah, again? Well, you did. If you didn't get but, a specific yeah. date, what the letter is saying is we're up to our eyes, and there's generally a five yeah. to six year waiting list for the public, yeah, list, for the exactly. public list, yeah. for the public list. Yeah. Yeah. that's what they're saying. Yeah. I got my GP's yeah. name up on top, and then I got the lady's name that was such that I was told I was going to be referred. But Jen, I was yeah, told Jay- by my yeah, GP, and this was what JC. Turkey is not an option. It is so, so dangerous. Well, I know. Well, it's, look, it's, and I look, everybody's a different case. Come. And I know yeah, people that's true. gone to Turkey and they've gone to Poland. Yeah, and and I look at them yeah. now and they've lost five, six down and they're, 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 they're glowing. Do you know what I mean? So each, each, yeah. each case uh, like around is different. Do you know what I mean? What works for you might yeah, work for right. me. What, what works for me might okay. work for you, you know? Yeah. Rhonda, we're yeah, Rhonda and right. Shane, when you hear our next caller, Joe at rt.ie. Tommy. Yes. How long have you been you on? Uh, yes, of course, can. How long have you been on yes. the waiting list? I've been on the waiting list for 10 years. And what I, are you. I, yes. I went to see the consultant and I had to wait two years to see the psychologist and to have all my tests done. And then I was recommended for the surgery and that was 10 years ago. And did they say when they recommended the gastric bands or the sleeve or whatever, Tommy, did they say, like, you'd need it within the next two years? Even, what, ten years? Ten years. And have you got any letters back saying it'll be next I year? Got, no, I got, I was speaking to the consultant. I had to go out to go every couple of months. Mm-hmm. And they said that they haven't got the money to do it and that it wasn't a priority. And by the way, how are you doing in the 10 years? I'm doing great. And okay. I, I rang them up and I said, I don't want the surgery anymore. Okay. Because one of the consultants gave me what's called the keto diet. Mm-hmm. And you eliminate sugars, carbohydrates and sugars. Mm. And then your body, your body uses your own fat as your energy. And I lost 30 kilos. Okay. And that's it's different strokes I for different folks. I know, yeah. Well, this thing works, you know, and the problem mm. is not fat. The problem is sugar. Okay. And you, I would recommend any your case, yeah, yeah. It might, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, there was no fat caveman. So, so yeah, but, yeah, just, yeah, but there was there was a lot of ca- a lot of cavemen and women who died in their twenties. It wasn't exactly a long lifespan for them to get. Um, 
But anyway, so so you're doing. When did you ring them? So so you're not waiting on surgery. You rang them and said, "I don't want it." No, I rang them. I rang them to cancel it. Well, when? Know, I mean, when? About about six months ago. Okay, so you were waiting nine and a half years. Yeah. Well, only for I cancelled it. I don't know how long I'd be waiting. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's kind of an it's an awful situation to be in, and I. I really do believe it's mostly diet. We're addicted to sugar. Mm. People are living on takeaways and, yeah. you know, it's, it's just whole, really it's, bad. It's, it's a whole combination. It's a whole combination. But there's a lot of people in that situation. Yeah. And again, I, 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 I'm not going to say for the whole programme, people are intelligent enough to know you don't do anything like this without going to medical professionals. And by the way, you probably yeah. you won't get on any of things without medical professionals. It's, it, they're gatekeepers. OK, Tommy, so you're in, you're in good form. I'm in great form, Joe. Yeah, okay. The weight just fell off me. And okay. then the more, the more weight you lose, the more active you become. Yeah. And you can eat as much I know, protein. Well, yeah, but Tommy, you you've, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there because the... But the problem at the other end is that when people are trying to battle their weight and they're losing, you get more fed up and you you you, you get heavier. Whereas your 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 yeah. point is, once you get over, if you can, and it's different strokes for different folks. Once you get over that initial uh, hurdle, hopefully uh, you can keep going. In your case. Um, yeah, in the absolutely. right direction, yeah, I mean, yeah. but there's a, the the alternative to that is once you try and if you try and fail to get over it, you'll start going in the opposite direction. Unfortunately, and you get. Well, I think the problem is, Joe, that people are addictive, addicted to certain types of food, yeah, yeah. and when they try and eliminate that that food, yeah. they become depressed and they're unhappy, and they want they want more sugar. Mm. And once you stop that and get over that hurdle. The weight will just fall off you. Okay, but you have to, you have to, you have to stay away from the sugar. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the real problem. That was your, that was your case. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Rhonda and Shane, what about, and indeed Sandy as well, what about that whole issue of fed upness, just getting fed up with all the different, uh, Rhonda, the different ways you're, you're trying to lose weight and you did, as you well, said, you know said, what you said there, it's the hurdle and then it's like nearly a punishment, yes, as you say, I got so far and I can't mm-hmm. get any further and then you go back to your old ways of not doing the walk yeah. and putting yeah. it off and, and that extra stone will come on and it's a, it's a, it's the, the, the fair, what's that wheel that just keeps going round and round and round. Yeah, it's a hamster and wheel, yeah. hamster wheel and I think, Joe, you're only a failure if you stop trying, is my yeah, belief. Okay. Okay. And I don't wake up in the morning, I don't look at myself and I don't say, I wish I didn't look like this. I just am worried about, I want mm-hmm. to see my grandchildren, I've known at the moment. Um, my children haven't had uh, children, yeah, okay. uh, I've no grandchildren. So I want to look down the camera lens and see me holding them. Okay. And I'm saying, I'm going to be another stone, another stone. So again, I'm going to keep trying and trying. But I don't know what the future holds, Joe, and that's the truth. But I tell you one thing, I won't stop trying. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not going to put it in my head. Because if I make this my first thing in the morning and my last thing at night, oh, that's another problem oh, that yeah, you've yeah, got. Yeah. 
And I know when I put on my trousers and I wish so, I'm staying and I have stayed up to now in a certain waistband. Mm. So I'm not getting any heavier since I spoke to. I mm. actually was told I was seven kgs down. Hope you do. But it was down and not up. So am I going in the right direction? I'm, I'm more proactive in my walk to the car further and things like that. But Joe, I think it's in your hands and yet you're predisposed. I believe yeah. you're predisposed. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the, that, that's, thing. that's the medical thinking at the minute and, and medics. Yeah, are, and they're definitely saying that. But my mother died at 85, so I'm guaranteed if I make it to 85, I'd be skinny, Joe. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm okay. That keep. one day I will be skinny, but I'm keeping the faith and I, I know Ireland has become a nation of obesity. And it is, everything's handy. But I I would, would say I'm part of the, the process. Mm-hmm. We, we all partake in the takeaway. But some metabolisms are slower than yeah. others. But yeah. I can't pinpoint it. But five to six years has given me the incentive to say, go into her in six years' time and say, thanks a million, I sorted it out like Tom did. Put a pair of runners on us. And I know it sounds easier, and and our weather is against us, and there's so much that, you mm-hmm. know, just turns out going, on. I fly in the summertime, but when the winter comes in and it's freezing, and I did start doing it. And it gets it's dark early, I know all the, I know all the and, things. And there yesterday, I was walking to my car from, from meet my son for lunch, and I was in a car park, and there was a man on his own, probably getting his car, and I as a woman, start walking slowly that I ended up walking behind him that I was in fear of. So we're going into another kettle of fish there, Joe, and walking on your own as a woman. Doesn't come in very handy, you know. Okay. So oh, good point, yeah. Okay. We could go on and on. I know, and you've, said, you've made your point very strongly, as, as has Shane, as has uh, Sandy. Uh, thanks indeed, Rhonda. Kind regards, Sandy, and indeed Shane. Joe with RT.E. 51551 text. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. Rita, good afternoon. What happened? Hello, Joe. Um, I was in the shopping centre beside me. I suppose I can't name the shopping centre, can I? No. And I went in to this jewellers and they hadn't what I wanted but I knew there was another branch in in, um, in another part, yeah. this one centre this one centre and I went in and I was confronted with this girl uh, um, sucking um, a gob stop, you know those um, uh, big sweets that the kids get. A lollipop. A lollipop. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't understand what she was saying. <laughs> and I just walked out in disgust. Well, if she was, to, if everybody was serving people in Dublin like that, I'm quite sure there would be no uh, business done. I was completely taken back. And I'm a nurse. I have retired and didn't train in this country at all. 
And would there be any excuse for it? Sorry, sorry, not excuse. Is there any good reason? Maybe it was a med- medicinal lollipop. Isn't there such a oh, thing? Oh, no. I, I went back. Okay. Um, to yeah, the, yeah, to, yeah, not yeah. to the owner, but the, to the assistant. Yeah. Assistant there. And he said, well, oh, that's nothing, he said. And then he said, can I say, could I speak to the owner of this jewellers? And he said, oh, when he's on days off, he's out playing golf. Oh, that's allowed, yeah. Yes, that's allowed. So yeah. anyway, it, 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 now, I don't know whether you've been listening to other programmes all day and, and these, these uh, live line over the last period, it, it features every mm-hmm. now and again. Mm-hmm. Horrific stories of the treatment of retail staff. I don't know whether oh, you, yes, you heard the one o'clock news. Oh, yes, Joe, I did. There's, I this, did, new, I there's did. this new phenomenon. Now, it won't happen, hopefully. But there is this new phenomenon, which you reported on here, of gangs of young fellas, invariably young fellas, a few young ones thrown in as well. Gangs of young fellas basically descending on a shop, invariably a small corner shop or a centre or whatever, which are, which are where things are on open display. With yeah. no, this was said less than an hour ago, with absolutely no fear. So uh, I have to say to myself, if I was working behind the counter, which I did when I was, but I was behind the counter when I was <laughs> 13, 14, the, the shop, the retail staff these days have it really, really hard. They really oh, they do. Have, they have, So I forgive them the old uh, sucky lollipop. All right, Joe, okay. But <laughs> Did, now, did she make any conversation with you, Rita? No, she didn't. Mm. Because she couldn't speak to me. That's the thing. With the okay. solid pop in her mouth. But you see, Joe, I, I'm, uh, I've everything behind me now, and I was very lucky that mm. everything in life went well for me. But since I came back to Ireland, mm. and I find um, when you go into the shop, like you did with your mum, God rest her, the assistant would come around and help mm-hmm. you and ask you, are all right? But there's none of that not done because anymore the, now. You have to go out now and fetch for yourself. Yeah, well, that's the way of the world, isn't it? It is the way of the world, yeah. yeah. And when you say, Rita, you didn't, you didn't train for nursing here, where did you train? In Guy's Hospital in London. Oh, wow. And how long were you there for? I was there for about... 15 years, Joe. Okay, and how, how did you enjoy that? That's, I did, Joe, That's a busy yeah. hospital. Everything, everything was A1 there for me. Okay. The only thing I find here is the computers. I know they have to cut the computers in the ward, yeah. uh, but we had nothing. We should write everything down by oh, hand yeah. when yeah. we were in the hospitals over, hospital over there. And when did you finish nursing, Rita? I finished nursing about... Well, uh, well, four or five years ago okay. because I had to come home due to my mum's health ah. and I looked after her for three and a half years. Oh, well done. Well done. Mm. And you know something? Yeah. I should say I'm saying this to you and it's the truth. For the three and a half years okay. with my mum, I did nothing but laugh all day with her. She brilliant. was such a gentle, gentle, loving ah. soul. What a, what a, it sounds an incredible woman. What part of the country, I don't know if you're gone there, Rita, it sounds, what part of the country was your mother from, Rita? 
Limerick. Limerick, okay, okay. Well, God rest. And and where are you based? Are you in Dublin? You're in Dublin. I see that because the, yeah. that's where your call is coming uh, from. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, we put well, it I out. Want to, to say, yeah, sorry, go I on. want to say something to you, Joe. Yeah. I, I wish your wife, yourself, and your family a lovely, lovely, happy and safe yeah. Christmas. And where will you spend Christmas, Rita? I spend Christmas down with my sister right. in Limerick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's that, that's that's, and you'll probably get lovely Limerick ham and fresh turkey. I can't stand <laughs> and I can't stand turkey. I have to have my own. My sister is cooking a little chicken. Oh, really? What do you eat then on Christmas Day? I eat chicken. Chicken okay. and, and uh, turnip and gravy and uh, potatoes. Turkeys, my mum used to have turkeys when we were young. But she said, the thing about it, a turkey is very big for a, a small family, like, you know. Yeah, that's true. And would you bake at all, Rita? Would you make it oh, Christmas? Oh, I do. I do. Not before Christmas. I'd bake queen cakes, apple tarts and things like that, you know. And would you ever make a Christmas cake? Oh, I can't stand raisins or corns or anything <laughs> like that. Oh, I'm Rita. very, I'm very I'm fussy. I'm uh, very <laughs> fussy. Because I was going to, I was, I, we've been asked to play Gay Bourne's Christmas cake recipe. Do you remember Gay's oh, Christmas? I listen to it. Ah, oh, it's and it's very it's very good. It's a beautiful cake. It's a beautiful yeah. cake when you when you when you when you eventually get it out of the oven if you manage, as Gay never did to get it into the oven. But it's a beautiful <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> recipe. Okay, we'll say we'll we'll uh, put out the word. I I'd love to find out why someone would be sucking a lollipop. There could be I don't know. Do you have a? Can you get bonjela in a lollipop? Can you get? Uh, can you get a relaxant in a lollipop to, that you can buy to calm you down if you're under pressure uh, in the, in the supermarket? It doesn't matter. I'll dismiss it now anyway. Okay, okay. Um, will you, Rita, will you hang on? I'll give you the Gayborn recipe. Actually, what I'll do oh, is I'll, I'll, I'll take a break. I want you to get a pen and paper because a lot of people, oh, will, when, will, when we give out... <laughs> Now stay with us. Listen, listen to it now. I'll send it to you. Read. Listen to this. Tell me what you think of Gayborn's Christmas cake recipe. Now, uh, without further ado, I'm going to give you the recipe for this uh, fruit cake, the special Christmas fruit cake recipe, which we've been asked to give you once again. First of all, the ingredients is one cup of water, one cup of sugar, four large eggs, two cups of dried fruit, one teaspoon of salt. Yeah. One teaspoon of baking soda, one cup of brown sugar, eight ounces of nuts, and the juice of one lemon, plus one bottle of whiskey. Okay. That's very important. You're writing this down, Rita. So a cup of water, yeah. a cup of sugar, yeah. four large eggs, two cups of dried fruit, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of baking soda, one cup of brown sugar, eight ounces of nuts, the juice of one lemon, and one bottle of whiskey. One bottle of whiskey. And this is what you do with it. You, you first of all, sample the whiskey. That's the first thing you do. You have to have to do that to start off. A sample the whiskey to you check take for, a drink, uh, for quality in case there would be no. anything wrong with it Good, because okay. you well, only I'll, want I'll the best quality the whiskey, whiskey for you. to go in <laughs> uh, to this particular cake. The whole cake yes, okay. depends on its flavour for the quality of the whiskey. whiskey so Irish check the whiskey, whiskey straight Irish away. Whiskey. Then you take a large bowl 
Yeah. And um, check the whiskey again just to make sure in your own mind that the that the, the whiskey is all right and it's not it's not going. It could go off as yeah. soon as you open the take the cork out of the bottle and open worry. the top. It could go off. So check the whiskey again yeah. to be sure that it's um, yeah. uh, of the highest quality. Better be safe than uh, sorry. The way to do it. that, by the way, you pour one <laughs> level cup full yeah. neat and and drink it, and and then to be to be doubly doubly sure, sure do yeah. that again. Yeah. One one level cup and, Jamison, and drink yeah. it. That's the, that's the second cup. Now, you turn on the electric mixer and you beat one cup of butter in a large uh, fluffy bowl. Okay. Then you add one teaspoon <laughs> of sugar and and you beat all that up again. Now, while you beat, do it. Make sure the whiskey is still okay. Have a, have another level cup of whiskey. Make sure critical, it's still critical, okay. critical. Uh, cry another cup. Yeah. And then you 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 turn off the mixer, and and then you you break anyway. You break two eggs and yeah. and you add them to the bowl and and you, you uh, chuck in the dried fruit. Yeah. Know yourself. And then and then mix all that on 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 this turner, and and then check the whiskey again. Before it gets too late, check. Uh, you check, still with me, really? I am here. Right, okay. Right, where was? It? Yeah, right. Now, if 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 the fried juice gets stuck in the beaters, you bry it loose, bry it loose with a juice scraper. You see, and the easy way to do it. Don't be worried about. It. Then you sample the whiskey again yeah, yeah. to check for toxicity. It's good. Now. Uh, you sift uh, 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 two, uh, uh, two, two, two cups of salt uh, yeah. or, or, or something. Who cares? Check the whiskey. That's the important thing. <laughs> now, you, 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 you sift the lemon juice and you strain your nuts. Oh, oh, forget. <laughs> and after that, then, you, had, you had one table, uh, uh, a spoon uh, uh, of sugar. Uh, or something, whatever you can find, sugar in the whole thing, be gone. Then, then you join round if, if, you, if you're able to join round and and you grease the oven. Grease. You don't forget to grease, grease and turn the cake tin to 250 degrees. <laughs> uh, hold steady now. Uh, join the cake tin to. Yeah, don't don't now don't don't forget to beat off the turner, and then you you throw the bowl out the window. Check the whiskey again, and 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 oh, go to bed. Rita, don't try that at home. Sure you won't. Listen to me. Yes. You don't drink in there in the office this evening because I won't be responsible if you've got a crash going on. Oh, home. God, I'd never and drink a drive. The guards will, will put you off the road. And you've never taken it rightly so. And you've never taken a drink. No, or a cigarette. Oh, God. Well, you have the recipe, please, God, for a long life, Rita. I hope so. I hope oh, so. I hope so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Where's yeah. Mary? Mary, are you reacting to Rita? You are, Hello. yeah, the behaviour in the shops. Go ahead, and be a general behaviour. Go ahead, Mary. Mary's yes. from Mary's from Limerick as well, Rita. So it's a Limerick gathering oh, here today. Oh, lovely, lovely. Oh, the city of the tribes. Go ahead, Mary. Yeah, I'd just like to say, Joe, we were brought, brought up 
five boys and four girls. Yeah, and the boys yeah. were always told, if you don't bring a guard to the door, and you know what that meant. If you, if you, if you did do anything out of the way, you had your parents to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, that was the law. But I find that the, at the present time, there's very little deterrent. Well, that description, that description that that the shop owner, the shop owner um, gave there, as I said on the one o'clock news at the press conference about shoplifting, of the shops just being a deluge. Well, we saw it, I suppose, during the, on November twenty-three in Dublin, but just fifteen, sixteen young fellas, uh, all dressed in black, invariably, all with the hoodies or their faces covered, just descending on a shop. And just openly robbing everything and running back out, knowing, knowing of course to the shopkeeper, knowing that um, knowing that they can get away with it. But just, just incredible, 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 incredible. And Mary, this, this, the, this is it, yeah. But Mary, do you think? I know Rita was upset that the the shop worker was sucking um, a lollipop. Um, have you noticed her, her? Because Rita's initial point was that she thought some retail staff can be rude, but do you think they might be rude because of the pressure they're under? No, they're not being rude, Joe. Society no. is... The youngsters are just doing what they, what they like, basically. OK. OK. That, that's what I think, anyway. Well, if, if, that, if that rule was there in my day and it worked, you know, mm. I mean, they're not afraid of guards now. Yeah. And there's no point in saying you need a guard here and you guard and you need a guard there. And as 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 the law goes, Joe, we're, we're listening to thirty and forty convictions before there's yeah. before anything is done. Yeah. You know, regardless okay. of how many guards you have you have around any place, they, there needs to be deterrence. There definitely needs to be deterrence, and maybe more money put into the youth. Hmm. Okay, okay, Mary. Rita, you're going for, for this type of behaviour. Okay, Rita, uh, agree. Mary, Rita, uh, Rita, you're going down to your sister for Christmas. Yeah, but you, you uh, answer me this question yeah, go on, before okay. I go down yes, and okay. answer everybody yes. in Dublin, yes, especially go on. the go people on. that live around St James's Hospital. When is the children's hospital going to be built? That's been Have you been up there recently, Rita? I've been up there, and you wouldn't swing a cat around where parking is. Okay, the park, but it looks it looks magnificent. Oh. And and Rita, remember, <laughs> I, I know, I, I know, I know. Well, it's ne- we're nearly there. Remember, what's ro- what's wrong with saying, that I'm boasting that this modern republic, a hundred and thirteen years after the Easter Rising, will boast, uh, will, yeah, will boast. It's not a hundred and thirteen; it's a hundred and seven years after Easter Rising. But will boast the best children's hospital in the world. Wouldn't that be I fantastic? Know it is. And the bits, the, the bit, the, the bits I've seen, I've seen videos of it, and I've spoken to some of the people who are the medics involved. Professor yes. Owen, Owen Smith, for example, is heavily involved in it, and he is evangelical about that hospital and how brilliant oh, it sure will be. Is. So please, God, yes. fingers crossed, Rita. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Mm-hmm. By the way, Rita, when you go home, when you go home next weekend to Limerick yes. or down to Limerick, who do the cooking? Oh, I'll help my sister with uh, God. preparing the vegetables, but I uh, won't go near the turkey. Oh, I know or the that. Chicken. She does that for me. Or the raisins. You won't go near the raisins. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God. What about, I'm afraid to mention the nuts. 
suppose. What's your favourite? Still... Read and what's your favourite food? Don't say lollipops. What's your favourite food? We know you don't like lollipops. Or a trifle. Or... Ah. And I can't stand custard. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Rita, Rita. Have a happy Christmas, Rita. And the same, many of them okay, to you and your lovely family. Okay, Rita, say, listen to Carol. You have everyone ringing in now. Um, Carol. Carol, standards. And you're, you're listening to Rita there, who doesn't I like who doesn't like turkey, doesn't like ham, doesn't like raisins, <laughs> doesn't like nuts, loves her sister, loves chicken, and that's where we are, and doesn't like retail workers with lollipops and their gobs. Carol, I you... Can... I can identify with that. I can identify with that, Joe. Yes, I can. And, you know, I have to say, I was just saying to your researcher, it really prompted me to call in because I do think in an awful lot of cases, standards have dropped mm. in, uh, over, over, over so many years, even before COVID. Um, and I mentioned that, you know, now I'm, I'm not that old, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the 70s, I had a Saturday job in Woolworths in Grafton Street. Ah. And we were inspected by the supervisor every Saturday morning before wow. we were even let down onto the shop floor. Now what do you mean inspected? What do you mean inspected? inspected. She looked, she, we had to line up. Yeah. She checked our uniforms to make sure there was no tears, buttons okay. missing or stains. Yeah. Our hair always had to be nice and clean. Mm-hmm. Um, nail, she'd look at our nails. If we had nail varnish, well, if it was chipped, she would make us remove it. But, you know, it was about presentation standards and customer service. Um, and, you know, I've noticed... So what would happen, hang on, Carol, what would happen if your nails were shellacked, if they, if they were chipped? Oh, no, she'd give us nail varnish remover and make, make oh, us take the nail varnish off. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And our uniforms had to be spotless and no tears, no buttons missing. Um, yeah, and it was all about presentation to the customer. Okay. Um, but you know, it actually stood us in very good stead. Okay, so what 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 are, what are you discovering today? You're agreeing with Rita, are you? I am. I, well, yeah. look, I wouldn't expect if I went into a shop to have somebody either chewing gum or sucking, sucking a lot. I'm doing a cold jack well, on it, were, yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, and you know, I've noticed myself now. I stopped shopping in one major supermarket, which I won't name, no. many years ago, because. Because of the fact that the assistants were, they were filthy. Their uniforms were filthy. Mm. Their hygiene, their their hair could be stuck to their head with grease. And I kind of said, oh, I'm not going to shop in here anymore. But and was, I didn't. But Carol, was it a food shop? It was a supermarket, yeah. But what you're selling, what is, but the people you're talking about, the hair stuck to their head with the grease, they weren't behind the deli counter, were they? Uh, no, not necessarily behind the deli counter, okay. but, you know... I wonder I, I, just, I wonder what would happen today, Carol, if the supervisor said every morning, at, uh, they start very early, uh, say 8 o'clock, OK, everyone line up for the inspection. There'd be a strike. Well, well, there probably would be, I suppose. But, you know, I do think that a lot of places have great standards and a lot of shops... Mm-hmm. The assistants are lovely and very well yeah, presented. Here, here. But and and under pressure, yeah. yeah. 100%. And, you know, and I, I know they have a very, very difficult yeah. job, but I do think it's part of the training. And, you know, our friend Fergal was a great um, purveyor of Fergal standards. Quinn. Fergal Quinn. And yeah. customer, yes, yeah. Fergal Quinn, customer service. 
But I think in that era, it was all about presentation to to the customer and yeah. giving the best foot forward for the organisation, no matter yeah. what, the, yeah. you know, what whether it was a small shop or a large department store. It was, you know, it was just, um, as I say, it stood very well to us throughout our lives. And remember, Fergal Quinn's great mantra was, keep coming back. Oh, even if a customer, back. even even if a customer comes in and doesn't buy anything, you're not to mm. put a face on you. You're not to get annoyed. But your your main aim is to be civil and courteous because that customer will come back. That's the thing. Keep yeah. coming back. And if the customer walks, walks past your shop, you don't get upset. Get upset. You're trying to get them to come back into the shop mm-hmm. when they're um. And I think it's a it's amazing um as well testimony to the man because uh, he died uh, in 2019. Fergal Quinn. But it's mm-hmm. amazing, Carl, that you could just say and remember what Fergal said. And I I knew who you were talking. About about when you yeah. mentioned the, the business. Nora Lucy, stay there. We're going to Cork now, Rita. Rita, we're going <laughs> to a Cork listener. Nora Lucy, you're listening to Rita. Hi, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi, Joe. No, I just, uh, I can, I agree with um, Rita that, uh, you know, standards have definitely dropped, you know, the, in, in, in the area mm-hmm. of not not so much customer service as the serving of customers. Okay. I mean, even when okay. you go to your you know, local shop. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you're paying good money and you might have a load of groceries up on the counter and you have the assistant standing behind the counter twiddling their thumbs and you're struggling there trying to put everything into a bag and pay as well as that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a time when, you know, people would help you. They'd help you put the groceries into the bag. But now it's like a, an unspoken law. You know, the customer is left there struggling and I just think that has crept in and it's a reflection of the wider society where, you know, there's this laissez-faire attitude, do for yourself, pay your money, but you do everything for yourself. And, um, you know, it's reflected in the, the young people. There's no standard now. There's no discipline. Mm-hmm. Even even bullying in school, everything is put back on the victim, you know, sort of. Just to come back, just to come back to customer service, or you say the service to customers, which is lacking, is it not the case that if if you if a supermarket and a lot of them are under pressure, especially the smaller chains and indeed the individual stores, who are who are I we we heard them here when we were talking about the um this new system now that's coming in in five weeks where you bring back your plastic bottles in your cans mm. and they had they can't be crushed by the way and um the, the shops that are going to win out of that i've seen them already that are the big supermarkets they they are putting in those machines in their car parks and everyone will be encouraged to drive in the car if you're lucky to have one and bring back your bottles and your your cans and then you get a voucher to go into the supermarket but anyway i'm just saying the small shops are always are uh, always uh, under pressure and that's that's a difficulty for them and they say other shops say well if we're to pl- employ somebody to pack bags that's that's another 14 euro an hour yeah, but they're well able Plus. to put prices up. They're well able to put yeah. prices up and they're well able to put taxes on cans and bottles. They're, this is my point. They're well able to take money, but to, to put mm. proper services yeah, okay. in places like, you know, people helping... Well, when is the last time? I don't, know, I don't know, if you do, you know if you do drive, car or Nora. When is the last time yeah. you had someone help you in a petrol station? Well, this is another thing, you know. I mean, it's, it's just... And, you know, this, this service... Um, 
economy that we we've fallen into all around in many parts of the Western world anyway. You know, I mean, I've been in parts of the world where, you know, mm. the customer always gets helped, always. Okay. But it's, it's, it's this capitalist kind of, you know, greed thing again. And the customer, we have to pay for everything and pay over the top for it, but we don't get any service back, you well, know. the shopkeeper, just in fairness to the shopkeepers, and I'm sure the petrol station, like, what's, I said it here recently, one shopkeeper said, we have to pay 19 different uh, organisations, quangos, for licences for... Uh, to get a sticker in a window for repack, they don't come and take anything off you, but you have to comply with their their regulation. And the the, the list, list goes on and on. Rita, do you drive, by the way, Rita? Oh no, Joe, no. Did you ever drive? I was very with my mum in Nemeth um, one day when I was very young, and she was crossing the road, and I left her hand. I t- took my hand yeah. off her hand, and I was nearly killed. So I never drove since, and I wouldn't dream of driving now, because when I'm with my friends in the car, the rudeness of some people on the road is just unbelievable. (laughs) And how are you going to get to Limerick for the Christmas? Oh, I have a train, Joe. Great, gorgeous way to travel, a lovely way to travel. Mm -hmm. By the way, sorry, Rita, were you actually knocked down, or you got a scare when you were a child? No, I was about seven or eight years ago, seven years uh, when Mammy's hand, I left Mammy's yeah. hand, you know what I mean? And I fell on the road and a car what? had to brake very, oh, very fast. God. So he he didn't hit me or anything, but I never would want to drive after that. Okay. But anyway, okay. anyway, yeah. my mum said to me one day, yeah. I'd never sit beside you, Helen, if I you were know, driving. In the car, because you'd be... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Nora, sorry, who wants to come back in there briefly? Nora. Well, I'm, I'm just hoping that uh, Rita will be safe on the public transport. I'm not be. trying to frighten ah, her, but be. I mean, with these marauding gangs of young camels running around the country, terrorising everybody well, and I no consequences well, for them, you, you know? That don't, don't call them. But I, Rita, I tell you, Rita, you'd be well able if anyone, you'd be well able to check people if anyone comes, uh, is, is misbehaving in the carriage. Would you enjoy your Christmas, oh, Rita? Sure. Yes. Oh, Joe, now, come on. I, I have to respect my own life because yeah. if he gave me, a man gave me a thump or something, no way. I dropped it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go near anybody. I know that, I know that. I know it's that. too dangerous, Joe, with these hooligans that are gone. But what okay. really annoys me is when these chaps of 12 and 13 are out at night joyriding, where are their parents? Okay. Because when I was going yeah. to school, well, remember, we were listen, in bed by 8 o'clock. I know that, Rita, but there was no, anyway, but but Rita, there's, there'll always be, and you, I include you in this, and I include Nora and Carol as well, there'll always be good Samaritans that would that be in your company. Oh, I help. Say. Yes. I help. I help the old ladies and the old men crossing the roads. Well done. Well done. Mm, always. <laughs> Are they younger than you or older than you when you have them across? Ah, they're older than me, Joe. <laughs> have a happy Christmas, Rita. Many more of them, please, God. Thank you very much, okay. Joe, and your family. Yeah, bye you're bye, very bye, kind. Bye, 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 bye. That's Rita, Rita, Carol and Nora Lucy. Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Down to Wexford now, Maria Murphy. Maria, you come in defence of retail workers. Go ahead. 
Um, I do, Joe. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon to um, you. I go to a supermarket which is family owned and run for about three generations. I'm going 30 odd years. Okay. And I have to say they're out on their own. They will have staff to pack your bags at the supermarket's mm-hmm. conveyor belt. They will bring it to your car if you need help with it. Anything is not um, out of the way for them. They will help in any way they could. And I think they deserve um, that for what they put in. Uh, you know, to get yeah. back a thank you for it. Because we do hear a lot when things go wrong and it's nice to thank people mm-hmm. for what they do try to do for us. Okay, well, I That's wonder, yeah, but I I wonder how many... I think it's a good point. Um, now, people say maybe that shop is a little bit... a little... a tiddly bit more expensive than the other supermarkets. Okay, well... No, I mean, you know, I'm to, and just give me your response. You say, well, it might be a, a cent here and a cent there, it but it's worth it. It's worth it, exactly worth it, yeah. exactly. And it's like they're providing local um, employment um, and a lot more than maybe the ones that might be the tiddly bit uh, cheaper. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to go in and get a welcome every week when you go in and uh, help with your shopping and go ask them about yeah. something okay. that you mightn't see or want and they'll go do that extra mile for you. And do any shops, Maria... I was talking to someone last night and he was saying he's gobsmacked because he got a, he got a free drink in his local. And not only did yes. he get a free drink, a Christmas drink, sorry, Christmas drink. And then he, he actually went in for lunch and, and they gave him the a Christmas lunch as well, free. Now, does any, do any do any supermarkets, you remember, I remember Boylan's shop in, up in Clattergreen, uh, you'd give a little, Mr. Boylan and Mrs. Boylan would give a, a little gift every year to their loyal customers, a little Christmas box. Does that happen anymore? That, uh, not particularly even about that, because I find that some people have, have some shops have given it up and given the um, the money in to charities and oh, to yeah. help um other people around that okay. do it. And Priscilla, a nice, you know, a little, a little it's gift. Still, it's a, little, it's a nice thought, yeah, and it's yeah. probably more. I wonder, does anyone it. still do it? Does anyone still do I it? I don't know that now. And maybe they'd be afraid to, be to say honest. they do it because they'd be inund- inundated. Inundated. <laughs> but then again, does anyone send a Christmas card to their local shop saying thanks for the year? Thanks. No, that's no. the whole thing. You see, yeah. you know, there's okay. give and take on both sides. Give and take. But I'm okay. Just saying okay. That they were good. Okay, so well said, Maria. Thank you. Give and take, and I need to take a break back after this. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Go ahead, Alexander. 12, 12, 12 words or fewer. I, I see the last well, line. I, I, go I, ahead, go I, ahead. I, 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 Good afternoon, Joe. Always nice to listen to you. Just listening to Reedy's uh, referral to uh, coming across the status system with the gobsmacker and the, 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 the lollipop sucker. Well, the lollipop sucker, yeah. as it's known. I can beat that one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Driving home from Dublin Airport last uh, week, I stopped at a service station. Uh, won't mention the, uh, won't the, mention the franchise. Okay. But it was a, a, a large eatery franchise. Okay. And uh, I was about to order a, a takeaway oh, for my wife okay. and myself. Okay. And uh, the system behind the counter had oh. his, uh, decided to put his full finger up oh. his left nostril. Oh. Oh. Okay, 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 okay. okay. 
just a takeaway turned into takeaway turned into a runaway for you, Alexander. I hope. Okay, okay. Thanks yeah. indeed. Thank Christine Lacey. A good Samaritan. Yeah. Mentioned good Samaritan. What happened? To you it was the day. It was we all remember November twenty three. Unfortunately, so it was Friday. So it was November twenty four after Parnell yeah. Parnell uh, Street. And um, and the the riots and again every time and I draw deliberately drove past that school this morning, uh, every time I'd say if you pray please keep praying for that five year old child please keep praying for that if that's what Absolutely. you do and and keep think, thinking of it, and there is a GoFundMe page but anyway good Samaritan what happened Christine. So I took a tumble just uh, getting off the bus in Bachelors Walk the bus broke down and you know things were pretty slow that day for transportation okay and I. I took a tumble, I slipped on the cobblestones and went completely horizontal and banged my head on wow. the footpath. And um, there was quite a bit of blood on my lip. And um, wow. I just kind of rolled over and this gentleman was behind me and said, I'll get you up. And he got a friend and they, they stood me up mm-hmm. and stared at me because I took quite a hit on my head. And they gave me a little like, watch my finger, count to five, found me a stool. I said, are you guys paramedics or something? And they said, no, we're just construction workers in Dublin, and this is what we do when someone needs help. So they took care of me, and then his friend, this man's name was Bartholomew, and I didn't get his friend's name. And then he said, where are you off to? And I said, I'm just trying to get to the train station. So his friend went out in the main street there at 5 o'clock and got me a taxi, um, had the taxi man stop a few blocks up after his passengers got out. Put me in the front seat and then leaned over and said to the taxi driver, here's a 20, take out 10 for yourself and take this lady oh, to the wow. train station. Wow. So they were fabulous. Really, well, really nice the, to me. And I, well, that's the real Dublin, as you say, happened within 24 hours when the, when the bus absolutely. system was still under, under pressure. Okay, Christine, happy Christmas. Martina Bartley. Martina, I, I mentioned there about do shops, do staff get gifts from customers or versa voice, as Fluto would say. Um, where, where, who is, is this? You that gets the gifts? Yes. Oh, yes. tell us where do you uh, work? Where do you work? Post, post office on the old county road in Crumlin, Dublin Twelve. And yeah. I cannot thank my customers enough for really? the amount of beautiful Christmas cards, boxes and boxes of chocolates. Wow. Bottles of wine, flowers. Oh, for God's uh, sake. I'm on my way. I'm on my yeah. way. And we, have one, we have one gentleman, Larry, brings us in cream cakes every single Wednesday of the year. We have another lady, Angela, who brings us in chocolate biscuits every Friday and oh, other bits well and pieces done. throughout the year. Yeah, but I have to say, my customers are so good Brilliant. to be in well my done. staff. They well really, done. really are. That's a post office old county road in Crumlin. Ruth Morphy, sorry for holding you, Ruth. Defend shop workers and 12 wards are fewer. Go ahead, Ruth. Oh, well, it's just time to say about and they're just okay. extremely helpful, whatever Brilliant. shop you go to. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. They help me all the time. Well said. And and people in general, actually. Yeah, oh, that's good to hear. And Ruth, a happy Christmas to you and yours. Ruth Murphy and Martina on the uh, post office of the Old County Road. Nadine Maloney, producer Ray Darcy's next.